and welcome to Faking Lit, a book club podcast in which I sit down with some very good friends and we talk about a book which we have read. My name's Chin C, and last stop, this show. Fresh as it ever was. Hi, my name's Tom Redman, and I love books so much that my ideal musical would be the book of more books. Hello, my name's Harren X, and I believe that a word speaks a thousand pictures, specifically the word kilo image. Hi, uh, my name's Ham Saras, and my I hope to one day indulge in the Eastern art of Sebuku wherein I use a book to cut myself in the abdomen, releasing my soul into the ether. What a great way to start an episode, guys. I particularly like the way that Harren shook his head sadly uh, after making his introduction as well. There'll be one person out there who understands that joke, and please write it. <laughs> Thank you. I Is think also, you? You, you, I, I've always said that, like, um, Harren, you... Criminally misunderstood and exactly. not appreciated within your lifetime. Um, and the Franz Kafka of this podcast. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, Franz Kafka famously uh, wanted to um, have all his notes destroyed and burned after his death, but um, uh, they, he was denied, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Even his uh, sister refused to comply with what he wanted, his final wishes. Uh, how Kafka esque. That's possibly the most literal. <laughs> use of that phrase ever and I commend you upon that Ham. Um, Ham, where's that from? Where's that derived from? Uh, Is that short for something? Hamish? Uh, correct. Oh yes. okay, so you've gone for the Ham, not the Hamish, not the Mish part of it. Yes. Not yes. Mish. Mish sounds better. Yes, in this world it's best to, I find, everyone hates atheists. Yes. So if I can give myself a name that sounds remotely Religious, mm-hmm. it's for the best. And wait, that doesn't scan though. Wait, wait, wait. So you you think atheism is great, but you want a religious name? I am an atheist. Yes. Yes. But you want a religious name? Yes. So I can infiltrate religious circles. So this is more and than... tear them down from within. Okay, so you're kind of like an undercover like agent provocateur, if you will. Uh, yes. yes. Okay. So what religions have you infiltrated then? Uh, East Easter East Anglican churches, right? Church okay. of England, right? Uh, very very reform Jew- Jewish circles. Okay, what the name like ham? Yes, mm. they don't mind. They eat, they eat ham. They're not that religious, right, so that's right. why it was easy. I'm not really. I've never done undercover work before, but is it usually standard operating procedure to announce that you're an undercover operative trying to take them down? on a podcast well they can't see my face can they so no, but they know your name like you've just basically you've gone into depth about w- what your name is well I, I don't think it's such a problem no one listens to this podcast anyway, <laughs> okay so. no, no, so that's a very <laughs> so, good point that is a very good point when your when your partner wants fellatio from you does he go hamhead <laughs> no he <laughs> doesn't <laughs> why would he do that and also no, why we, was that the first <laughs> we place your mind went Harold? 
Why, why is that I sort of lost thread of the, like, what the <laughs> sentence was supposed to be like midway through the well, acronym. No, because you're saying that Hunger Games is a, it's catchy, people can understand it, mm. like Taui, mm-hmm. the only way is Essex. Mm. So pain thresholds of the unemployed isn't yeah. catchy, unlike Hunger Games is, which is here you go, never get enough, really... <laughs> Uh, great, great, and magnificent, excellent <laughs> spectacle. Do the second. Use the second one. You know what? The second time you said it, I could definitely get into the rhythm of it. Actually, I was like, uh, I, I, I see. Yeah, it definitely. The first time you hear it, it's kind of like, what does, what does this well, nonsense? That, that's What's why. This gibberish? That's why you sing Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't say, here you, <laughs> never. <laughs> You, you don't say it. That's why, that's why it's catchier. It's quicker. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, yeah, it actually has nothing to do with uh, not being able to consume the sufficient number of calories to, uh, to stave off uh, sentiments of hunger. Right, okay. It has nothing to do with that. Well, I mean, they call the Hunger Games because of the way that... Uh, this is a society, society itself, uh, the world of Panem, is food obsessed. Well, it comes from the Latin of Pan. Pan, bread. Yes, Panem. Yes. Pan, M. Yes, exactly. Then bread. Yes. Pan, M. Pan, M. Pan, bread, M. Is it still them. going Panam? No, <laughs> Panam is not. Uh, no. Because uh, that's what it, that's the. Uh, You're confusing the issue here, Tom. Um, Pan Am. I, I initially thought that Panem was a pun on Pan M, but it isn't. It's um it's a reference to the phrase Panem et circusensis, which is bread and circuses. I, I I don't know what anything means anymore. Okay. <laughs> no, that's fine. Let's let's think about this. Let's think about this. Like um, Panem. Okay, we're talking about Latin here. Panem. Um, obviously the world of Panem uh, derived from Latin. Let's compare the world of Panem to the Roman Empire and what. By comparing Panem to the Roman Empire, what does it say about modern American society? Is there a parallel to be made between the Roman Empire and the U.S. Empire? No. Okay, you 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 refute it completely. What's the next section? Okay. <laughs> that wasn't actually a section. That was a question. That was a question. Well, I think we can what? be done with that. We've, we've answered that. Gore Vidal said, uh, "Not even close." Excuse me. Tom? Not, you did say. Uh, um, uh, on, uh, when he was on Bill Maher. So, oh. f- I'm just, look, from me, you know that I'm watching Bill Maher, so mm-hmm, you know I'm mm-hmm. cultured, and I know who Gore Vidal is, so you know. I I'm, know, I, that, that I have to admit. You know, I'm a, cl- I'm a real <laughs> clever clogs, um, <laughs> and I remember two words from that interview. Um, Martin yeah, Heidegger. Topic, topic done. Yeah, yeah, Gore Vidal, love his shampoos, love his shampoos. Um, but no, okay, let's, I want to talk about, like, um, how, this is, this is work as a piece of young adult, Literature. I mean, this is a pretty dark book, right? A lot of adult themes are explored here. A lot of death, a lot of violence, a lot of like stuff about politics. I mean, what would you say is the preferred age range for this book in the series? Talk to me about young adult literature. I don't know anything about it really. What 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 makes something more suitable for young adults other than having young adult characters? Well, in young adult literature, I think the only sort of like people don't really swear as much, or at least certain swear words are off the table. And the leads 
Uh, the characters can't actually have full-on sex. It's all kind of like unspoken um, sexual tension okay. as opposed to actually just doing it. Um, so in the Hunger Games trilogy, for example, you've got the love triangle between Katniss, Bread Boy, and Shooty McRunfast. Okay. And like they like kind of get... He, she's like torn between Bread Boy and Shooty McRunfast. Um, and that they don't actually... They just kiss chastely. But they never actually do it. They never actually do it. Mm. Which would be unseemly because I don't think they're actually of age. I think 18 is the lowest age. You don't really want to hear about, read about um, teenagers uh, having sex, really. A little note to Philip Pullman there for that really out of nowhere sex scene in uh, uh, The Amber Spyglass. Who would you have picked? Bread Boy or Shoot Him at Run Fast? I think I've made my thoughts about this very clear. Uh, bread Boy is the secret hero of the Hunger Games trilogy. Okay. Um, it's all about bread. It's all about the bread. This is. Uh, well, the world is uh, this staff of life. Yes. No. Isn't it? Yeah. It's uh, based yeah. on speaking at an intolerably slow pace. <laughs> How long can this podcast be? Can we go for four hours? Uh, we can go as long as you uh, as you want, Ham. Like we'll do six guess. hours. I think should do it. How long? And you can edit it down to five and a half. Yeah, I think, yeah, we can go, we can do like a Dan Carlin hardcore history style with this, absolutely. That's just him as well, it's just one guy talking for like five hours about like the Roman Empire. I, I like podcasts where that Oh yeah, because the big comparisons between the Roman Empire and the modern day United States. Yes, yes, exactly, yeah, like, uh, and, and, and I think that's... Um, Something, some people don't think it's even close, but um, what, what I, you... I forget who, but... <laughs> Guys, I, we still haven't got any closer to like I'm mean, talking about whether this book actually still is relevant today. I I, I fear that like choosing to do Mockingjay like in the year 2017 is just like who cares really? Who cares? Is this is this a book that still has anything to say to us? Did you when you were reading the book were you thinking like oh that's still an appropriate thing to bring up at this point? Oh yeah, that really means a lot. Or were you thinking like like no this book has nothing to say to us anymore if, why should we care if it doesn't have anything to say to us then the characters are obviously didn't uh, have they weren't very good characters i don't know good I think... great characters are very fundamental uh, aspects of human nature brought to life otherwise it wouldn't have resonated with people i don't know i don't think i don't, I don't think you need necessarily to have good characters for a book to be like a person and relevant to the state you know there are certain books which have terrible characters but they for whatever reason they resonate with the public mood they capture the zeitgeist uh 50 shades of gray who gives a shit about those characters but it tapped into something right there and then it captured the moment well obviously That's a good point yeah yes but i'm very anti uh, Fifty Shades of Grey because the the lead character is called Christian and I'm trying to eradicate religion from the face of the earth. Well, this is that what we're talking about, that you see Christian as being the lead character. Yes, well... This is, this is exactly what we're talking about. Uh, well, Christian is a character who like um, indulges in a lot of like um, kinky yeah. games and actually keeps... Like, uh, uh, pretty much dominates, domineers a woman um, well, yeah. it's, a, it's pretty it's obvious a, that the, the lead character is Annalise, whatever the fuck her name is, and you just jump straight in there, you assume that uh, Christian Grey, the billionaire, yes. the uh, deep brooding... Uh, smoky face. Smoky faced. Round toed. Round, brown, d d just upsettingly round toed. Um, man. Uh, would be the lead character. Guys, I hate to keep coming back to this point, but it seems to me that you're avoiding the question. 
does this book have anything to say to us in this day and age? Well, we need to define what we what we think the parameters of what we believe to be a day and an age. Right. Because a day, as you know, in biblical terms, has come, has changed, been changing persistently. The wavelength of life yeah. depend, varies depending on how close you are okay. to the center I'm, of yeah, the black so a day, hole. Yeah, it's, you know, there's, it's hard to describe, you know, it's like the, the, in the, uh, the, uh, the, the musical of the South Pacific, you know, there is nothing like a day. Makes precisely, it very hard to describe because there's nothing like it. Very difficult for similes if there's nothing like it. Exactly. There is so, nothing. Yeah. And an age? An age could be any number. How long is a piece of string? Look, you're you're yeah. still not answering the question. You're but, still avoiding the question. No, but the, what, 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 what? You're changing what, what the you're parameters missing? of the no, question. No, 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 no. You see, you're, you're misunderstanding. You, you, you're not listening to me. What, what you need to be able to say with absolute certitude is what is a day? What is an age? And what does in mean? Because in, in could mean a multitude of different things. Does anybody yeah. else want to have a stab at this? I feel no, we're getting I, I, far I, away. I'm, I'm with Ham. I, I played Age of Empires seven days in a row. This is, But my brother played it, completed it in one day. This is answering the question. I, Tom, help me out here. I, no. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. Obviously, like, we can't answer this question. If you think that the Mockingjay books have anything to say to us in this modern day, why don't you write to us on fakinglippodcasts at gmail.com, <laughs> subject header, Mockingjay or Mockingnay? Do you know what I feel? <laughs> I, feel I feel that this, you just want to shoehorn your own agenda. anti-American agenda. You've read Noam Nothing Chomsky. Known, You've read no, some no. fucking Noam Chomsky or something. You don't like, like Donald Trump because you're yeah. racist against it's, orange Exactly, people. yeah. You don't like flamingos either, right? And Why don't you like flamingos? You, you never tango. say you anything positive about flamingos. Yeah. I don't have to... There's well, a strange glint in your eyes. My personal beliefs have nothing to do with this. I keep my personal beliefs out of this at all times. I'm canvassing opinion. I might have my own personal interpretation of whether this book is relevant anymore or not. Why don't you say something? And, de and define the terms day, age, and in. No, that, I refuse to do that because that is not pertinent to the question. What I will say is this. Okay? Oh, the three operative terms of your sentence aren't operative to the question you're trying to answer? I can't have this discussion with you. You're, <laughs> this you don't is, understand. This, this, is a, this is just a... a well, people have started dying uh, quite a lot in the last year or so been a lot of people hitting each other in America yes, since Trump. thank you, thank you, finally tackling the actual issue at hand. Yes, mm. a lot of people have died, right? Mm. Um, we have a, 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 a culture which is possibly even more obsessed with celebrity and reality TV than it was when this book came out. Mm. Um, I want to talk about like the way that, like, we're talking about a, a book which is about war, mm -hmm. right? This is the first book in the series which doesn't actually rely upon the fact that uh, we're trying to kill a teenage girl by putting her through a reality TV program game show, right? Because uh, the first book, Katniss everything goes to the Hunger Games, she wins. Second book, she's become a figurehead, President Snow wants to get, get rid of her. What's the best way to get rid of her? Uh, make her go through the Hunger Games again. You know, the thing that she was able to win in the first time around. Try mm -hmm. to kill her with that. Um, that doesn't work. So the third book, they're just thinking, oh, fuck it, we're at war now. We're not even going to have to pretend to have like, So who game. would your modern day, who would be your equivalent in modern America, who would be your equivalent of Katniss? Who is the one who's working their way from the top right now in the United States, who's really, uh, really making moves, what would you say? Making moves against like um, the... Uh, yeah, uh, I mean what ladies are on the way up at the moment? Oh my goodness, well um, there's obviously uh, Beyonce, 
Uh, she's leveled off. You reckon she's plateau? Oh, plateau. Yeah. Okay, okay. I say then, like, um, well, Oprah was saying that she they're saying that she might make a run for presidency in twenty twenty. Oprah twenty twenty. Too much racism. <laughs> you reckon? Yes. Literally, that's the one thing we learned from Barack Obama being elected. We found out in the eight years following him being elected just how racist America really is and how they could not get over just how racist he is. But I think, um, I think it's... Uh, just how, um, they couldn't get over the fact that he's black. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> <laughs> let's, um, let's talk about, like, um, Bread Boy for a second here, who I think is the secret hero of uh, the Hunger Games trilogy. Bread Boy... When we last saw him, he'd been captured. He was not able to be uh, broken out of the Hunger Games situation he found himself in at the end of the second book. He's taken to the capital and brainwashed to hate and want to kill Katniss Everdeen. What I'm uh, confused about is, is Peter's role is he does very little baking. It's for a baker. He does a lot of uh, crazy things where he gets in fits and tries to assassinate. Uh, cat, cat, catness. Catness, yes, yes, yes. Uh, but he never bakes anybody any cakes, which is mm. perhaps. I thought is it? Does he make cakes? I thought he made bread. He makes bread and cakes. He's a, cake. He's a baker. He's a bread boy. So why why don't you call bread and cake boy or baker boy? Ah, that just runs off the tongue better. Bread boy. You could call him baker boy if you want, but I call him bread boy because bread is the overarching theme in the Hunger Games after all. Their world is called bread, basically, which is weird, kind of on the nose, really. Um, Can I have a question for what's you? What's up? Why, why does Peter not bake as much bread as he could? He could bake much more bread, and maybe everyone in the Hungry Games wouldn't be so hungry. That's a good question. Why? Yeah, you're talking about like turning him to a Jesus type figure, though, feeding the five thousand. Maybe he would have a fish. Yeah. A large fish. A little bit of fish there. A tuna. You, 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 you could feed many people with, it, with one large tuna. What do you think? Do you think that this is, is, is this is all on Peter then? Uh, also, his name is, he's named after bread as well, as well, which is a, a bit on the nose again. But um, it's, it's, what do you think about uh, the, the character of Peter? Uh, couldn't he have just resolved everything by just baking more bread for everybody? He could do, but like bread, um, you can't he bake had... your way out your out of all your problems. Well, he baked Katniss out of her problem when she was like um starving to death. Um, that's the first time it ever met was when um Peter baked some, had, was throwing out some bread and just chucked it at her so she she wouldn't starve. I just had all your problems. No, you get some problems. You can uh, like starvation. Bake. Yeah, yeah, you can. Bake, well, do, bake if you spend yeah. quite a lot of time with bread, he might have had a yeast infection, which. That's not debilitated him. Does yeah. is that how yeast infections work? Yeah, bread, baking bread, bread. Bread has the yeast. In. My granddad used to work down pits up north. The bread yeah. pits. Um, no, no, down pits. He, he fell. He fell down a man. Fell down a mine shaft, and uh, the only way to get him out was to uh, add loads of flour, um, yeast, and um, salt and um, milk. Because like, that was uh, the only. It got very way warm to... down. It got very warm down there, and. Uh, yeah, he, he was he was rising for weeks. Like, it took ages. Mm. It was very gradual. Like, that um, was the only way to get him out. They didn't have ropes, a system of pulleys or levers. They did a ladder. ladder. And they're made out of bread. A lift. Yeah, still more believable than, uh, say, the plot of Armageddon. So, uh, I'd, <laughs> I'd uh, you know, take your judgment elsewhere. What, that story about your 
grandfather being baked out of a mine is more realistic <laughs> than a asteroid hurtling towards the earth. Well, chin, what, what, what? A lot of oil rig workers <laughs> being trained up as astronauts, yeah, these superhumans that are astronauts, rather than astronauts just being trained to drill for some oil. That's a good point. Well, and look, I think uh, you really need to stop. Need. My bread. Don't. <laughs> Good one, good, good, good one, good one, Mister. No. Well, it was a very inspiring story with uh, my granddad. It inspired a, a charity movement called Children in, in Need. Um, you know, spelled K N E A D. Yeah, word yeah, association. Yeah. Yeah. but also in very recently, the Chilean miners have also been. Uh, Is that reason? <laughs> It's <laughs> not like seven years ago. Regardless. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> well, it is actually almost depressing. <laughs> more recent than uh, your grandfather's <laughs> departure from the mine. Yeah. And the Chilean miners yep, yep, yep. Uh, were released using a similar technique. Yeah. Similar to one that Al McCoyne probably used, correct? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, no. The, um... oh, was it sourdough? Was it? Oh. Yes, the natural uh, bacteria and. Uh, Fauna in the air. Fauna in the air. Fauna in the air. Fauna means animals, right? Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. So, so a bird. Like a bird. Mockingjays. Birds. Mockingjays might fly into the dough and start flap get stuff, flap their wings, kneading the dough, <laughs> allowing it to expand, mm. releasing 30 Chilean miners <laughs> from the Earth's crust. Yeah. One of my friends. Crust, crust is <laughs> yeah. The earth is also made out of bread. One of my mid, one of my middle class friends fell down, uh, fell down a drain next to a waitrose, and he was actually uh, ejected from that um, by a rising focaccia. <laughs> I, I, there's so many bread stories. I never. I mean, I, I knew that was a big thing in the book. I didn't realize it was like in real life that bread had become like a major catch-all to save people from terrible situations yeah. kind of goes against your initial point which is that like a uh, bread never you can never really bake yourself out of a situation well yeah, then i just remembered like loads <laughs> of shit so uh you know that's why in the the lord's prayer they say give us our day this daily bread yes like savior right so yeah i mean um yeah i, 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 I think the next isis and what do you strategy with um i mean like you as an atheist like anti-religion what do you think about the the whole give us our daily bread thing i think uh being asked for some magical creature in the sky to save you from your inevitable uh deficiency of calorific intake mm. is uh naive and foolish okay first time i've ever heard uh, god described as a magical creature like a leprechaun <laughs> Well, 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 how else would you define someone that can break uh, the laws of nature? A being, a being, a magical, like, I wouldn't well, even say well, magic really, uh, well, divine omnipresent being, it, it, it transcends uh, our notions of magic. It's not like he's up there in the clouds doing card tricks or well, like, this uh, is pulling rabbits out of hats. What if you died and you found out that God was Paul Daniels all along, that he was Paul Daniels all along and his Magic was just literally cutting someone in half and guessing what, what card you had in your hand. And that was it. That was the extent of his that would make godly more sense. power. That would make more sense than what the Anglican Church right. believes, to be and, true. And we were praying to this guy all along, saying, like, please, God, please, please make, allow me to have kids. 
and he comes down and says like oh, ah you... queen of hearts <laughs> like I'm Paul pregnant. Daniels <laughs> my name's Paul Daniels uh, queen of hearts there uh, magic done can, I'm God please God make me rich uh, I just sword you in half magic I'm God sure sure well that makes more sense than whatever the reform Jews Believe. Right, which is that he's all powerful. All religions are Balderdash. <laughs> That's a hard line you're taking there. Um, good game though. Good game. Balderdash. <laughs> Balderdash. No, that it was actually. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, fun, I'm assuming. Great, I'm assuming. great fun for all the family. <laughs> Carry on. My apologies. <laughs> okay, so I. Uh, and so are the, the religions of the Hungarians as well. Yes. Uh, well, okay, right. Back to Mockingjay. Back to Mockingjay. Um, I want to talk about uh, the twist, the major twist in the book, in which Prim, Katniss's younger sister, is killed in a bombing strike on a bunch of medics. Now this is a turning point in the book series because, as we all know, Katniss initially volunteered for the first Hunger Games to save her sister from going off herself and dying. And this is basically a moment where Katniss, Katniss's story, her mission, is re and her efforts are rendered meaningless because just like that, her sister is killed. Do you felt? Did you feel that this was a cheap trick being played by Suzanne Collins, um, or did you think that Prim's death has a deeper significance, has something more to say about the futility of war? Why would it be a cheap trick? To basically make people sad. <laughs> Just upsetting people doesn't mean it's a cheap trick. Yeah, no, I think it is. What, what, like, I think like I'm sometimes cheap tricks like to make people. Is that what you think death is? Sometimes, yeah. Just sometimes. Is that what you said to God? Cheap. When my uh, yeah. cheap move. When my when my grandma when my grandma died, I said like, well, this was completely unearned. This has come out of the blue. I don't take. I don't find it plausible, quite frankly. Bit of a cheap trick to make me cry. So that wasn't. So any time something bad happens in your life, you you're, you you're only upset if it's a bad plot point. Is that what it is? Pretty much, pretty much. I was, I was like, there was no, You didn't. You didn't. When my, on, after my grandma died, I was like, well, that just came out of nowhere. There was nothing that like you, I would have liked a little bit of foreshadowing, maybe some them, thematic resonance. But nope, dead. And I was like, oh, I'm sad now. That was that. Didn't have to think about it really. I'm just saying, do a better job, God. If that is your real name, it isn't. It's Paul, Paul, yeah. I mean, do you, so you think Paul. she should have died in a, maybe an ironic way? Possibly, yeah. Ironic or so what did your going out do? in a blaze of glory. If my grandma had gone out, for example, right, uh, like uh, taking out a terrorist with her, oh, yeah. that would have been dramatically satisfying. Because yeah. I, I mean, cause my granddad, he, um, he was uh, he was baking some bread and... Uh, I always told him he was... It's always come back to bread, isn't it? Uh... Well, I always told him he was too much flour. And uh, he never believed me. And then one, one day I went out to the house and he was just pressed up against the window. Just <laughs> absolutely splattered there. Oh, that's terrible, Tom. And uh, yeah, he had dough filled the whole house. Yeah, he was just yeah, pressed up against the windows. And um, 
Uh, I mean, the bread's lasted us pretty well. It was five years ago. I mean, oh, I right. still, uh, I still dip it in in hummus. We got to and guacamole. That's, that's, but, uh, a, that's a really tragic story. Yeah, Tom. he's dead. But dramatically satisfying, which is the point I'm making because of that foreshadowing. Well, that's why I didn't cry because I was just like, yeah, you know, <laughs> relatable. Um, See, yeah, that, this... that would have made me cry though. That's, it's interesting that your reaction was that like you didn't cry because how dramatically satisfying it was. Yeah, yeah. Because for me, I would have been re like heaving, wrapped with sobs because of the fact like, oh, but I told him not to use too much flour. Oh, why? And then, you know, like Alanis Morissette would have written a song about it or something, you know. Like, that, that's exactly, that's how I want to go. Uh, with plenty of foreshadowing. And Alanis Morissette. Yeah. Uh, I want to go preferably while saying the words, I'm going to live forever, and then immediately die after that. Mm. Yeah, right. Hit by a meteor? Or, or shot through the head with a rifle. Either works. <laughs> oh dear. Either works for me. And how do you foresee such a... I don't know. That's, this is it. This Suffocating is what, this on is a why, bagel. This is why foreshadowing is important, Han, right? Because if I was just shot right now... Well, actually, no. If I was shot right now by a rifle, that would be dramatically satisfying because I've planted the seeds, right? Whereas if I'd been shot with a rifle five minutes before saying that, it would have been out of the blue and completely random and pointless. See? You, you see what I'm saying now? Mm. You see what I'm saying? You've got to... Sometimes you... Death... Are you suggesting that people's prayers are a form of fan fiction? <laughs> Maybe you should elaborate on that point that you think... People are made. disappointed with plot points right. in their lives. Right. So obviously, they, uh, they get in touch with God, they pray. Uh, you know, suggestions for directions it can take. I mean, they, they pretend it's a request, but they're telling him, really. Like. So well, of been... course, there's a fiction. It's very passive-aggressive praying. That's the problem with... <laughs> Religious people, so passive aggressive, okay, isn't it? Okay, all right, all right. You yeah, just yeah, you yeah. put you're really putting it all on him. We do have. If a... he does it, I asked you nicely. You told me to pray. I did pray, but really, I'm just telling you. And if you don't do it, I'm kind of saying you're a dick, but I'm not. I, I mean, you're also putting yeah, you are putting too much on it. Like, like I shouldn't have to work for this. I shouldn't have to do this. I should just be able to say something and wish it, and then it might come true mm. if I'm good. Which yeah. you know. Seems like a fair deal to me. I'll, do, I'll be good and stuff will work out. Yeah, it's right. people wanting to have creative control over their own stories. I think you've just summed up religion perfectly right there. Yeah. yeah? Yes. Yeah. yes, I have. Occasionally we do say something profound in this podcast amidst all the stupid shit about <laughs> bread and people dying. But no, let's. I think we're reaching the end of this discussion, guys. Um, I feel that we've um, we've talked around the book, around the themes of this book, but I don't think we've really come to a conclusion of what did we think about Mockingjay and what did we think about The Hunger Games. Let's go around. Haran, like, what did you think of Mockingjay and what did you think of the trilogy uh, as a whole? I think it's largely unoriginal. Like you said, it's Battle Royale is much better, I think. Like, it's, it's just, she just copied that. It's just the American version of Battle Royale. She should have called this Battle quarter pounder with cheese which is what they call it over there metric system yeah oh, well, they would have, they would have, yeah they, yeah they would have called it yeah a royale battle royale with cheese which is a joke that has been made on much social media but um oh has it yeah oh, okay i don't that's fine that's media. fine okay yeah no 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 uh, come back to me i'll come up with something original okay. then, so yeah. shall i come back to you later yeah thank you yeah okay. you should. all right that's fine that's well, it's been done now ham what did you think of this book well, I thought this book, I didn't see the final twist coming mm, in the end. Mm, mm. Where she when, kills 
Alma Coin. Fat tits never peened decides to yes. I, I don't no. like it when you call it that because it reminds me of my childhood. I well, told you this already. Like, get over it. Suck it up, okay. little boy. Fine. Little juicy little boy. I'm actually cool with that, actually. That's, that's fine. That's, I call you little boy and smack little my juicy lips. Boy. You I like, like that? I like, no, I like being a little juicy okay. boy. Well, okay, little juicy boy. Um, the main thing I really thought was uh, interesting is when... Katniss Neverdeen, Never Never Dubois, mm -hmm. Dubois, Katniss Dubois, Flame Girl, Flame Boy, Girl, Flame Girl, Flame Girl, Flame Girl. When Flame Girl takes uh, a shooty stick and puts it in her shooty moon shape and does a shooty on Alma Coin. Mm -hmm. And does a murder death on her. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, it surprised me. Did you feel it was earned, dramatically satisfied? I thought or was it a cheap trick. Uh, I thought it was not a cheap trick. Mm, okay. Because the East Anglicans have done enough damage to this country, and I think we need to stand up to people who want us to be East Anglicans. I, okay, it's very specific. Uh, sect of Christianity you've targeted We're, there. They're trying to instill hatred. But why the East Anglicans in particular, as opposed to all like well Christianity as a whole? Like? It, the 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 combination of consonants mm. sits poorly in my mouth. <laughs> Whenever I write them out and I chew the paper, it sits poorly in my mouth. I. I'm a lot crazier than I seem to have been uh, about an hour ago, but but I I like how everyone everyone who I don't like got deaded, got made dead. Mm -hmm. um, I like how Mr. Snow, John Snow, gets killed by uh, a huge boulder rolling towards towards him as he tries to steal the treasure from the treasure place. Uh, Bit of a Bit of a bad move on his part. Like, why was he stealing treasure in the middle of this war for well, his uh, government? Well, that, I didn't understand that. Yeah, um, I might have. Mr. Followed. President, Mr. President, the, the the insurgents, they're sacking the White House. Hold <laughs> on a second, I've got to find some treasure. <laughs> Help yeah. me out here. Help me out here. He's too old to be doing that. He and his son, Keith Sutherland, comes in at the end and then tortures someone. He's like. I'm Sutherland. I'm you. I didn't understand that uh, when that happened. Uh, but overall, I did not like the book. Uh. Ten out of ten. Okay. All right. Tom, what did you think of this book and the trilogy? Um, well, Keep it short. Keep it short. <laughs> All right. Well, to uh, improve the uh, to improve it, there should have just been a third. Faction, a third faction. Oh yes, of course, the middle way. Yeah, and the, the main reason for this is a couple of years ago, I uh, I, I was I listened to Spotify and a song came on. <clears throat> it was called Hanging Tree, and I was like, oh, this yes, fantastic song, gorgeous voice. I was like, Who is this? To find out who the singer is, and I found out the singer was uh, Jennifer Lawrence, this woman who was already this gorgeous, 
insanely rich actress has already won an Oscar. Is such a good singer, I'm already a fan of her and I didn't even realise it. Nobody deserves this much talent and happiness. And for that reason, there should have been a third faction in these in these Hunger Games and she should have had a lot less screen time. Mm, mm, mm. She's got too much she was going a... on. She, I just want her to have less of a career. She's. I don't like it when people have too much talent and, uh, and happiness in life. There should have just been... Someone else should have been given a chance... There should have been someone who looks similar to Jennifer Lawrence, but younger and hotter, okay. to undermine her uh, uh, her image. And uh, uh, so you so you think that the um, the film The Hunger Games and the book The Hunger Games should have been a veiled um, a veiled takedown of Jennifer Lawrence's mm-hmm. career and yeah. completely undermining of her career. Yeah, it should have been the making and destruction of Jennifer Lawrence. So she okay, all right. I I see where you're going with that. But I mean, she wasn't included in the book, was she? So. No, she wasn't. She it was never. In fact, it was written years before Jennifer Lawrence even became a thing. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. So well, everything that's been in my head has literally been the film. Uh, I have to say, the, the sex tape that got leaked. Like, um, as we know, that the, the 
the Hunger Games was a major cultural phenomenon. It inspired a lot of things. And this is a section that I like to do whenever I find a piece of music that's been inspired by the book that we've read today. So um, today's book was Mockingjay, and the song it inspired the song Mockingbird by Carly Simon. Um, so I ask you in this section, which was better, the song or the book? I'm not going to play the jingle because we're running over time. So I'm just going to go straight into it. And this is Mockingjay by Carly Simon. Well, that's the thing though, like, it's just better than the Mocking J book. Uh, I think. Oh, how do I stop this? It's just better than the book though. It's a classic, it's a classic, beautiful song. Uh, I also love the fact that, like, um, there's, a, there's like two people singing the song at the same time, one's like the guys constantly trying to sing over Carly Simon. Um, it's like, get your own song, dude. Why, why, why are you interrupting He's manspreading on her song. Absolutely. Just manspreading all over the song. She's like saying, like, oh, I'm trying to sing about a mockingbird. Oh, no, I've got a better song. I've got a better song. It's also about a mockingbird, but uh, it's better than your song. Uh, and just constantly w won't stop, won't stop. Uh, and I think that's almost like a analogy for the book itself. Uh, it's got a strong woman in it trying to do her own thing. And there's some guy trying to harsh her buzz. Was With bread. Else? Her bread, yeah, exactly. What do you think? Better than the book? No. Why? More people like that book, I reckon. That's, think... that's not a good reason. That's, well, it's just, it's just, just some bollocks that pops in my head. <laughs> Tom, Tom, just reach down, reach down inside you. What, do you. what made you say no? What was Because the, the first answer is always the most honest answer mm. so go on just reach down what do you think makes the book better than that amazing song uh, I, just, I don't I don't like the song I don't think it's I don't think it's catchy I don't think it's good in a in a musical sense mm. um, and I just yeah I love you yeah, not enough violence <laughs> Okay, all right. You know, you, were, yeah, that, the, you know, Hunger you Games has got a woman killing men. We, we, I love women killing men. I hope there's much more of it in the future. You know, matriarchy makes me hard. <laughs> okay. Is that a good enough answer? That's a pretty... That was... Yeah, we went deep there, and I'm, I appreciate it. You, you really took on board my I, Look, I can either do blunt or... Waffling on bollocks for ages. We I can't want, do anything in between. I want both. I want both. I want it all. I want it all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Aaron, what do you um, think? Yeah. Ironically, Carly Simon had a song called "Nobody Does It Better," but uh, ironically, Suzanne Collins does it much better. <laughs> you zinged her with her own song. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's um, that's pretty harsh, actually. Uh, but yeah, my, book. Yeah. Yeah. Book is better. Ham, what did you think? I'm actually going to surprise you here. I think I think the song is much better. Oh, okay. I like how the song doesn't waste a whole weekend of your time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How you can not have to sit and be told how bad it is, how wealth equality is so bad. 
because some people are really smart some people are really dumb and some people are in the middle and the song really encapsulates that yeah no i i i'm you know what i'm i'm with i'm with ham on this one 100 percent actually um i i like it because um people are dumb um they don't get it uh um, nothing against you guys personally who didn't get it but um, people are dumb they don't get it um, so dumb so dumb so stupid oh. but they don't even know like 5 plus 10 idiots idiots hey Tom what's 5 plus 10 at See, least there 12 there you go there you go <laughs> at least 12 I, uh, case in point uh, oh sorry I love you, I love clapping I love clapping when people get Anglican? maths wrong I love any it. chance are you Anglican no yeah, you could be. You look like you could be. You look like one. Uh, but, just, yeah, I agree. Idiots. It's Idiots. so dumb. Idiots. So stupid. They don't get that this song is the superior work. Uh, there's Nobody Dies in Mockingbird as well, which is... Uh, and, Much and, and, better. You know what? Yeah, cool. You like vi violence. You like women killing people. Men. Right? Women killing men. When, well, yeah, okay. What, she doesn't just kill men, though. In the, in the but that's the main point. That's the main thing. She kills people. She kills people. But like, that's not what I need. I just need. I need a song where a guy, a woman is singing over a guy who's trying to harsh her buzz. That's what I want from my thing. I want the call and response to each syllable, and I want each syllable to be followed up with a yeah. Like that's exactly what. So I you want just want. Me. That's what you want from music. Is it your yeah. passive aggressive <laughs> duets? Is that, is that exactly? Ab absolutely. Uh, is your favorite band the Yeah Yeah Yeah? No. No, no. No, it's the, it's the yeah, but no, but yeah. But um, thank you very much, guys. Like we are almost reaching the end, but we no show would be complete if we didn't offer our own thoughts on how to improve this book. Uh, we all, we, I think it's been a pretty even decision about whether this is a good book or not. But like every book has room for improvement. So let's give Suzanne Collins our notes. No, no, no notes. No, 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 Okay, you first, Tom. Okay, so, uh, uh, yeah, I would like to see more uh, men being killed by women. So I think um, I'd, a solid improvement would have been rounding up all the men, uh, put on a spaceship, and then dump them in a giant vagina-shaped black hole. Uh, that, that would have been an improvement. Why does it have to be vagina-shaped? Uh, symbolic. Okay, that's goes. That's going to a lot of effort. All well, all black holes are vagina shapes. If you're a big enough perv, then uh, <laughs> if I, you're really broad, yeah. If you're painting like with a very broad brush, yeah. then yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see vagina. You have vagina shaped windows. You have three of them, <laughs> right here. Right here. That's why I haven't been out on your balcony now. That's a stretch. That, that I mean, that that really is a stretch by all by all terms of imagination. Wait, hold on a second. Um, if you're big enough, perv, they're all they're all shaped like I'm, I'm, shape. Tom, Tom, I'm going to show you a uh, series of ink block tests here and tell me what you see uh, when I show them to you. Uh, mm -hmm. what, what what do you see when I when I show you this picture here? Yeah. 
Okay. Um, long vagina. Okay. All right. How about this uh, picture of a web page? Vagina. Okay. And this picture of the Night King from Game of Thrones. Uh, vagina with blue eyes. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. I see what's happening here. Um, uh, you are painting with a very broad brush, uh, Tom. Um, Really? That's what's wrong with that answer, is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, 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 I think you need to, like, um, you know, nail down the nomenclature and terminology and stuff. Uh, but no, fair enough, fair enough. You want more men killing, you want a spaceship. No, women killing men. I don't, it's not, I don't want to see men die, I want to see women killing, killing men. Killing men. Okay. That's hot. And you want that, you want them to be put in a spaceship and sent into a vagina-shaped uh, black hole. Sounds like the lyrics of Pharrell Williams' song, um... Like, does it? Yeah, 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 it does, it does. That's exactly the sort of thing that... Well, I would be like. happy to see that. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, that's, a good, that's a good note, that's a good note. Ham, how would you have improved this book? I think uh, we need to refute the Anglican church a bit more. Just thoroughly. Make it unambiguous. Unambiguous. Uh, Susan Collins, I know her. We studied together. This uh, is a very late in the day thing to bring up, uh, Ham, I must say. We've talked about Suzanne Collins for nearly two hours. You would have thought it would have come up earlier in the conversation. Because now, now I feel like I have to get into this whole thing. Um, when we don't have time, really, we don't have time. So we're we just going to dangle that there. And maybe on the next... Uh, <laughs> maybe in the next time we discuss... Maybe when we do Marking J Part 2. <laughs> That's not going to happen. It's not Marking J Part 2. We're done it's and dusted. This book is done. The book is. Yeah, it was a very terrible whistle. I good whistle there. Couldn't. I couldn't. I don't know you're, why. You're, you're very bad at that, you know. Don't try again. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Oh, what a good one. So, <laughs> so you knew, you knew Suzanne Collins, um, is what you're trying to say to me. She's, she was my, uh, my sister's best friend. Yeah. Okay, alright. And she hated the Anglican tradition, as I do, and, uh, but she was pressured by her publisher to remove that from the book. And I. And so you would have put. So you basically think she should have stuck to her guns. The, the editors be, were the, the blame. The publishers were the blame. It should have been back in there, as far as I'm concerned. Damn it. But otherwise, uh, hate the book. Ten out of ten. Awesome. So more. So this. Okay. So this book should have had more women killing men, mm. uh, spaceships, vagina-shaped black holes, uh, and um, more uh, denunciation of the East Anglican Church. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is making a lot of sense so far. Mm -hmm. Aaron, what do you have to add to well, that? Well, I agree with um, yet yeah, more denunciation of the church and the religion of Islam, but also um, the more denunciation of Jaden Smith. They should have called it Mocking Jaden Smith. Because uh, he, I mean, one, you would have had a person of colour in there if he was in there. Great for identity politics nowadays. But two, um, yeah, I think it was just... He only got his. He only got that because of his dad. It's just mm. nepotism. So, right. Yeah. Okay. So, so this is um, and this t dovetails nicely into the whole like uh, smashing the institutions. Uh, exactly. Thing yeah. That goes into the book. Yeah. Which is what Donald Trump purports to do, despite being <laughs> a member. Right. 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 But, yeah. I mean, 
this is going to be hard to really get all these disparate notes together and form a cohesive, coherent nar narrative. Because we, at what point are you going to fit in the Jaden Smith, Smith bashing amidst all the East Anglican church bashing? Is I assume it's going to happen on the spaceship with all the corpses of dead men to the vagina-shaped black hole. Uh, Multi-plot. Okay. Yeah. I just, well, maybe it'll just be like, like my dinner with Andre, where they're just sitting down there and said, do you know what really gets my goat, Andre? What? The East Anglican Church. I hate the East Anglican Church almost as much as I hate Jaden Smith or his nepotism. Oh, oh is that the vagina-shaped black hole? Mm -hmm. Time to dump these bodies of these men that I've killed. Mm -hmm. Does that sound organic enough? Is that, is that how it would work? Is that, is, is that enough? That's exactly how, how it should have been written. I think I, I read a first draft that sounded pretty much like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because you're good friends with Suzanne Collins. Yes. But you can chuck the East Anglicans in with all the men going into the... Well, most East Anglicans the, are The space posse. Okay, maybe the spaceship has Jaden Smith and a bunch of East Anglicans, and they're going like, huh, I wonder where this spaceship's taking us. Can I say, can I, space vagina, not space posse. Pussy in a Yorkshire accent sounds <laughs> awful. I, Carry I was, on. I wasn't even calling it a space pussy. I, was, I called it a space pussy and then I, I retract it and I, I want to call it space vagina. Okay. I was, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that as space well. Space vagina. Carry on. Seems, okay, that's fine. That's fine. Do you want me to Vagina. Spagina. A spagina. Spagina. Right. Yeah, spagina. Very nice. Very nice. So that's it. That's the, that's the book. The ending of the book is basically Jaden Smith and some East Anglicans on the spaceship. Heading that to where they think they're going to get a big prize, and then they notice all these bodies of dead men on the sp on the spaceship, and then they say, "Oh my God, look at that! Watch out for that spagina!" And then they all go inside and disappear, and then the words at the end appear. Yeah, like literally perfect. Okay, okay, I like that. Okay, I, I, I could get a mocking Jaden. The final part of the Hunger Games trilogy, which had very little to do with the rest of the trilogy, with this sort of like last minute edition of the yeah, a twist. Of, it was indeed it was M. Night Shyamalan twist <laughs> it, by becoming a completely different book at the end <laughs> like this grounded story of a dystopian future and suddenly there's vaginas and spaceships and uh, well, the budget increased grudge the, against East the Anglican. first two films were very successful so the budget will increase mm. yeah yeah no, I like that I like the way that you would have had to introduce Jaden Smith as himself <laughs> Hey, it's me, Jaden Smith. Did I miss anything? Uh, Get on that spaceship. <laughs> Get on that spaceship, son of a bitch. You were going to space. We're going to shoot you into the into this vagina up there. We what? <laughs> I think Jaden Smith also sent some spam message on Facebook. That was a thing. You get spam friend requesting people. So he deserves to die for that as well. Boy. There's nobody else. There's nobody else. Was a victim of this. No, I think we're more appalled by your like, oh, uh, okay. harsh sense of justice. <laughs> okay. That someone deserves to die? Yeah, because of spam email. I mean, I'm annoyed by spam email, but I'm not going to bring back the death penalty, Harren. Okay. You always take things too far, Harren. Sorry. Guys, <laughs> thank, thank you so much for coming down today and discussing this book. Um, a lot of fun was had. Does anybody want to plug anything? Anything they want to get off their chest? I want to plug a vagina-shaped black hole. Oh, Harren, 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 Harren. Why, why are you here? Howard, 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 Howard. This is not what this podcast is about. Why Why do you have to go so uh, toilet humour with everything you... <laughs> no, it's a joke about physics, really, isn't it? It's not always a joke, it's a, it's a 
statistics thing. Nah, I think so. Still space fucking. So yeah. you don't like you anymore. Oh, yeah. right. I used to like you, but now I don't. Haran, Haran, Haran. I'm gonna have to introduce a new section called Disappointment Corner, in which I express my disappointment with a, a well, trusted several. friend of the show. Totally. Yeah. Um, but not this episode. I give you another chance. Yeah, now. cool, cool. Thank you. Anybody else? Anybody else wants to uh, promote? Anything? I'd like to plug my podcast. Hmm. Called uh, ha- uh, housekeeping. Uh, it's where I complain about things that the listeners to my podcast have done, and the way that they have conducted themselves. And also, Richard Dawkins. I'd like to plug Richard Dawkins. Oh yeah, I think we all would like to plug Richard Dawkins. Uh, good-looking man. Good-looking man. Looks like em- uh, Emma Watson from a certain angle. No, it doesn't. So I've heard. I've seen the photographic evidence. You can't make me unsee that. Uh, Tom, what up? Do you have anything to promote? Um, I am doing Thursday, 14th September, Sam Rhodes Comedy Explosion oh, okay. in uh, in Pistol Kralis. Oh, nice. So. Check that out. And obviously people will get a prize if they shout out Spagina. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, we'll get fuck all and like it. Okay, fine. That's that works for me too. But they have to pay ten to get in, so actually it's even worse. Oh yes, I have seen that photo. Actually, yes, he does look like Emma Watson. My apologies. <laughs> okay. Um, what am I doing? I am. Buh, 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 buh. Bear with me. I am at a wedding next weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not. Do- I come check it out. You're not invited. Uh, no, I am doing. i d- um, downstairs at the Dove in Brighton on the seventh of September. And then uh, next, I'm doing uh, Wilson Glee on the 8th of September. So come check me out and do the thing if I haven't put you off with my weird banter on this episode. (laughs) Guys, thank you very much for coming down today and joining me for this podcast. It was a very good podcast. Uh, Why don't you join me next week? We'll be discussing another great work of literature. Keep supporting your local bookshops and bookstores. Until next time, bye-bye! Bye!